Hello, this is Jamie Livingston and Hanako Gallagher, and we are Undecided, Undecided California. Hello, welcome to the second episode of Undecided California. This is Hanako, and as I'm editing this episode, my partner in crime, Jamie, is out of town. But don't worry, you'll hear her voice in a second. I just want to let you know what you can expect this week on Undecided. So we met up with our friend and fellow Palo Alton, Savannah Cordova, to break down Prop 68. And since it's such a hefty proposition, I think it was like 22 pages that we (laughs) waded through, it gets its own episode. And since there was so much to keep track of, there were parts when we didn't manage to get all the details in. So every so often, I'm just going to cut in and let you know a little bit more about the background information. Yeah, so that's really all I wanted to say. Uh, Let's just get into it. All right, today we have our lovely friend Savannah Cordova here with us. That's me. Hello. Yes, now you can recognize her voice. I'm Savannah Here we are today on Undecided California. (laughs) So you just met Savannah. She's going to act as you, the audience, for today. We haven't told her anything about Prop 68 yet, so hopefully the questions you have are the same ones she'll be stopping us to ask as we give her the details. Now back to our conversation. Anyway, (laughs) what are we talking about today? Okay, today we're talking about Proposition 68, California Drought, Water, Parks, Climate, Coastal Protection, and Outdoor Access for All Act of 2018. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We're just going to call it Prop 68. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so let me just tell you a bit about what Prop 68 is. It's a tax initiative that is proposed to dedicate $4 billion taxpayer dollars to the promotion of outdoor access through the creation of parks and restoration of nature preserves and state parks and water-related infrastructure. Sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. And California is the perfect place for it. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's literally all I know about Prop 68 is what you just told me. So yeah, cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Do you have any questions so, so far? far? Yeah. So far seems pretty clear cut. Much better than Prop 70, which I barely understood. <laughs> but I'm sure I will upon further re-listening. Can you tell me about the voting <laughs> record for for this? Yeah, tell us about bill. the history all with right. this. It had to have a two-thirds majority as it is a amendment. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Oh, tax-related bills need two-thirds amendment. So it had so 56 yeses to 22, 21 noes. Uh, in the assembly and in the state, it had 27 yeses and 9 noes in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if it already passed in the state assembly, why are we voting on it? Because all tax initiatives need a voter's approval to be enacted. Mm. Okay, interesting. Uh, do you know who supported it, Hanako? Prop 68? Yeah. Well, mainly Democrats, most notably our governor, Jerry Brown, and Gavin Newsom, who's running for governor. And he's our lieutenant governor. Ooh, just in case you didn't know. What else? The the California Democratic Party mm-hmm. has voiced their support, and a bunch of organizations that you might expect to, like wildlife organizations and mm-hmm. like environmental groups. So the donors have already raised $2 million for it, but they've only spent, like, 300000 which really isn't that much. Yeah, like, for a tax initiative. It's about yeah. 15% of what they've mm-hmm. raised they've actually spent. Which kind of shows of how they're not that worried about it not passing. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like a pretty, like, cut-and-dried thing. 
Yeah. Do you have any questions so far? Not so far. Okay. Is it gonna is it gonna get more complicated? Well, we have four different sections Ooh, okay. to the proposition. We divide it up into four different sections. Um, the sections are community improvement, ecology, infrastructure, and tourism. Okay. So cool. we'll go into those a little bit deeper. It's a really long proposition, and it really does like. Yeah, this is the like this is the one you had to split up. <laughs> yeah, this is the one we had to like figure out together how All we were right. gonna tackle it. Proud of you guys. Thank Aww. you so much. <laughs> we appreciate your support. And You're being ready here for the today. podcast life. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, should we just go into, like, what all the money would be spent on? Yeah. Yeah, okay. so I'll just talk about community improvement real quick. It encompasses chapter 2, 3, and 5. So there's different chapters. The bill is oh so gosh. long that it has different chapters in it. Uh-huh. There's about 13 chapters And it's total. not like they're all clumped together. They're, like depending on what it has to yeah. do with is like still spread out amongst the bill like yeah. it's not one two and three it's two three and five yeah well That's the confusing the ecology chapters are actually all lumped together hmm. it's seven through ten but well just to clarify we made up these like categories so they weren't like oh and here i thought part it of was, <laughs> it was official well still you would think that like the things that were related to each other would be more closely grouped within the bill or whatever yeah yeah i'm okay. not sure but how so they decided yes, it's good that you're explaining it to me because i would not I would not understand. Yeah. Anyway, community improvement. Yes. Yeah, mainly focuses on the creation and restoration of parks and wildlife preserves in urbanized and disadvantaged communities. Do you want me to explain what a disadvantaged community is? I think I generally understand, but what it's very specific in terms of like how you would like judge what a disadvantaged community is because they have to be able to Okay, yeah. Tell me as it like is specific to this. Okay. Well, the disadvantaged community is a county or a city where the medium household income is less or equal to 80% of California's average household income. Hmm. Oh, wow. So, like, anything less than 80%? Yeah. So, say, like, the mean me, uh, medium income for California is 77000 We couldn't find the average. Uh-huh. For some reason, we could only find the medium. Um, so, to be considered a disadvantaged community, you would have to be... The median income would have to be 61600 Okay. Or less. Or less. All right. Yeah, that's surprisingly high. I would think that it would be lower. Like, I was thinking, like, poverty line is, like, disadvantaged, but I guess it can be, yeah, just, like, anything below the average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, also, California, like, does have inflation and, like, cost of living is that's very true. high in California Things cost versus, more like, other states. So yeah, it's not going to be as high as we think for, like, other places. So I just wanted to give a little bit of background on this since we were kind of throwing around a lot of numbers just now. Santa Clara County, where we grew up, for example, has a median household income of about $94,000. In the state of California, where minimum wage is currently at $11 an hour, two people working full-time minimum wage jobs would make around $45,000 a year total. For comparison, the federal poverty level is currently at $24,300 for a family of four. So, Prop 68's definition of a disadvantaged community one whose median household income is $61,600 or less, is still well above the poverty line and applies to places like Monterey or Sacramento counties, both of which come in with a median household income of just under $60,000. Prop 68 goes on to define a severely disadvantaged community to be one whose median household income is less than 60% of California's statewide average, which, if you do the math, comes out to $46,200. 
or right around the $45,000 mark that I mentioned earlier, which two adults working full-time minimum wage jobs would be bringing in. Now let's get back to the show. And they get a lot of attention in this bill. Uh, disadvantaged communities mm-hmm. and urbanized communities. An urbanized community is a county of 500 plus individuals. Is Wait, 500 or 500,000? 500,000. Yeah, <laughs> we should make that clear. 500 is a small town. I was going to say. Yeah, I'm, that might, I'm good at those extra words. That might skew the ratios a little bit. Yeah, that would but be. That makes more sense. You could get a block right. party bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> so within these three chapters, uh, 25% of the bill... $4 billion is allocated. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So that's about $1.04 billion. Mm-hmm. So a hefty amount of yeah. money. So it's like about a billion for each of these things, or are they not divided? They're not divided equally. Okay. We'll oh, get in more into that later. That sounds pretty good. And I mean, it definitely shouldn't be less. So do you need questions about... Community improvement. Community improvement. I guess, like, would there be any particular aspect besides just sort of like general you know didn't you say like another aspect is infrastructure so like how does that differ from that to community yeah we'll talk about infrastructure next yeah well you can talk about it like with within (laughs) the section but yeah yeah right so Hanukkah's covering infrastructure we switch off (laughs) And it was That's like good. the next subject, so that was like a perfect segue. Ah, you're welcome. Oh my there god. You go. You're like a natural. You, it's like you, you read Thank our you. notes or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think the way that we categorize infrastructure was more like fixing stuff that isn't working mm-hmm. or kind of preparing for stuff that we know is going to happen, like landslides and floods okay. and like drought. So infrastructure is like preventative measures and community is like, like park programs for kids and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's um, like making sure that every Californian has access to, like, a local park. And designating how much money should go to disadvantaged or severely disadvantaged communities. Um, it focuses mm-hmm. m- much more primarily on serving the community, while infrastructure is, like, serving all of California. I see. And, you know, just preparing for overall disasters that are low-key inevitable. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, climate change. And earthquakes. All right. Hand it back to you. Oh. <laughs> oh, besides for those kind of disasters, there's also... A lot of risk for contaminated drinking water. Not, really? Not here in Palo Alto, because we're spoiled in that way. Hatchy, son. <laughs> exactly. Um, but especially in, like, the Central Valley and, like, rural places, they mm-hmm. have a lot of issues with, like, runoff from, like, farms and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so in Davis, where I went to school, that was, like, a big problem, and people were scared to drink the water without Brita filters. Damn. I did, because I yeah. was a rebel, but who knows what's going to happen now you have me. a third eye on your forehead. <laughs> Open my third eye. <laughs> I can tell you about the drinking water. But no, yeah, I have like sort of firsthand experience with that. No, same. Um, my dorms, my freshman yeah. year of college, had lead in them. The oh water had lead. That's and nuts. so they had oh. mandatory filters on all of our um, like wow. faucets? faucets. Well, like our drinking faucet for like washing dishes and stuff. Really? I, I mean, for washing dishes? Yeah. I have a fun story about my roommate who I absolutely hated. Ooh. She did she want this to be in the podcast? No, let's hear it. Yeah, well, okay. Use her name. She knows who she and is. And she went, you know. She um, <laughs> shout out to Jamie's roommate. <laughs> I love. I love most of them, but this one in particular. Okay, was, what happened uh, to her? Yeah, she was putting water in. Like I had a water boiler, and she was making tea with it, mm-hmm. and she was putting just straight up regular water into it. Oh my gosh! And I was like, "What are you doing? That has lead in it." She's like, "No." 
the like heating of it burns out all the bad stuff. So she tried to give you lead poisoning. And I just oh my was God. like, that only counts for organic materials. <laughs> lead is like not alive. You can't just boil oh the lead out. That, that doesn't. That's not how it works. And I just like looked just at her like, just <laughs> boil the lead out. I'm like, no, that's wild. Do you have lead poisoning? No. Yeah. Boiling kills the, it kills germs, so why not kill lead? It's fine. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I'm glad you're alive. And, yeah. you know, hopefully everyone listening to this will now have some information I will, I that could save them in the future. Yeah, I'm never going to drink tea she ever offers me. <laughs> oh my god. It's <laughs> just a new rule. Um, How about that tea? Yeah. <laughs> Infrastructure is mainly covered in chapter 11, and chapter 11 is broken up into, like, several different sections. Mm-hmm. I had to read it all. It was exciting. Yeah, it was very exciting, Sounds and it gets thirty one percent of the bonds allocated. So it gets okay. even more money than community improvement, right? Well, I think that makes sense because it's like that sort of higher priority. It's like safety and yeah, ensuring. I mean, it's more important to have drinking water than like a park to go to. Yes, I I prefer living and have living in a functioning society. Yeah. I mean, ideally, personally, you have both. But yes, yeah. <laughs> But I think it makes sense for it to be slightly more. All right. The next section <laughs> is ecology, which is a huge factor in Proposition 68 and has the largest fund allocation out of any category with $1.547 billion. Oh. Mm. Yeah. So this is really an ecology bill mm-hmm. wrapped up with other things. Right. Well, I would think so coming from like the initial description. It's like parks, wildlife, ecology is like firsthand to that because yeah. I guess you know infrastructure for people is important but if it's a bill or if it's a proposition about nature then it should be like preserving the nature itself should be one of the top the top priority build well things. it also ties yeah. into a lot of the other issues if you think about it because without a healthy environment without a healthy ecology mm-hmm. things like infrastructure will crumble a lot faster as droughts and yeah. floods deter like weather is a really big thing in terms of um, wearing down infrastructure mm-hmm. and yeah. degre- degrading it we are part of the ecosystem yeah and it is a part of us and also in terms of like everything the light touches hey <laughs> is covered in this proposition yeah. <laughs> basically yeah. well, that's, a good way to, that's a good way to think of it yeah you know it's all connected yeah and also in terms of the circle of, of life excuse me <laughs> anyway no I think yeah I think that makes sense I think that's part of the course wait what's the last section again are we done talking about ecology yeah if you have any do you have any questions about ecology no again seems pretty straightforward um I guess yeah like what would be would it be like drought prevention would be the Mm -hmm. biggest drought I feel like that's drought prevention frequent yeah is in there um but it mainly talks about like cleaning up the bays and mm. taking care of like ocean life and uh creating protections for habitat resiliency and stuff like that mm-hmm. um it's regardless of like how much it is or where it's going it's so weird and funny that like 20 million dollars is condensed into a single sentence in this proposition oh yeah and that's really like a small amount yeah at this point. yeah of course so the final category is tourism Hanako, what is tourism? Yes, what is tourism? What is tourism? Can you explain what a tourist is to me? Hmm. I don't know if I could do that. Is there? A but I can tell you that this is the only part that really has like concrete economic like benefits for California. 
like we have the numbers on like how much we make every year from tourism Mm -hmm. so putting money into this like definitely makes sense Mm -hmm. future hanako here so you just heard me tell you that we've got numbers on how much tourism earns for california but i just wanted to lay out exactly what those are so according to the california state park statistical report from 2016 the total revenue from california state parks that year was over 130 million dollars thanks to more than 74 million total visitors. And according to the 2017 National Park Service Visitor Spending Effects Report, California's national parks contributed 25,500 jobs, a billion dollars in labor income, and $2.7 billion in economic output, thanks to the 40.5 million park visitors that came to our parks. So besides for, you know, the beauty and wonderment aspect of it, I think it's safe to say that California state and national parks provide a pretty substantial economic benefit. So let's hear about what Prop 68 is going to do for them. So the biggest thing that this bill would like put money towards would be like state parks. Yeah. How much money does it give to state parks? It would give, oh, so tourism makes up the smallest amount. It's only 5.9% of like the the $4 billion, Mm -hmm. which if you do the math is $243 million. What was I saying? <laughs> this sorry. money goes towards state parks and also stuff like fairs, like county fairs mm. and like agricultural oh, I didn't even think of that. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I, with like state parks, I imagine there would be a lot of overlap with like ecology and, yeah. yes. you know, like a lot of the ecology budget probably also feeds into the tourism budget, budget for that kind of thing. But county fair is like separate sort of thing, in my mind anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it so doesn't seem like it's like tourism becomes a necessary yeah. separate label. Cool. Yeah. That's covered in chapter four and six. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I'm going to quiz you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does this bill mainly cover? Um, like the sections? Just in t- total. Oh. Like, you what's know, your interpretation of this bill? Parks, nature, um, community infrastructure. Well, yeah, you know, all of the things having to, that's sort of like, the way that I think of it now is it all of the things that stem off of the ecology. It's like, there's all of this nature in California, and we want to preserve it, and it feeds into all of these other aspects of, like, maintaining, obviously, maintaining our community and maintaining tourism, the tourism industry in the state, um, and, you know, it all just comes down to how much goes to each individual part. Yeah, basically. Yes. I mean, I'm sure there are many, many nuances, especially since the, like, proposition bill is so long that, like, I couldn't even hope to understand, but that (laughs) seems, this seems like a good summary. It made sense to me. It was palatable. Palatable. (laughs) Yes. That's good. Yeah, the cons that were covered um, mainly talk about how the, basically, we shouldn't give this much money. Oh, <laughs> like to anything because the funds have to come from the taxpayers. So yeah, it it will mean that each person needs to pay more. So I don't this... know. It's not really directly taking from another tax. That's the thing. It's money that's already around. It just hasn't been allocated yet. Yeah, I see. It's allocating funds um, versus increasing a tax to pay for something. So like, mm-hmm. property taxes pays for schools. But if you wanted to, like, do a grant system or a bond, which is, this is what this is, this is a bond, 
to the schools, you would be taking from already like a supplement of tax money. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be increasing taxes. So just to clarify, this isn't like tied in with a different proposition or related proposition that's like related to raising taxes for yeah. the average person. It's just on its own a bill about allocation. Yeah, I keep saying we, bill proposition. A proposition. <laughs> yes. it, it 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 is a bill. It was a bill. Um, then it got approved, How and does then a it bill became become a, a law. Do you guys ever hear that song? <laughs> yes. I'm just a bill. <laughs> I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's all you know the one. I'm sorry, all that does length. that all makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But it would raise the state debt, right? It would raise the state debt because we might have to borrow money. How much for debt it? are we in now? I don't even know. Oh, is that's it a billions? Bad is it more than billions? Jamie, it, how much? I can look it up. Four hundred okay. billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, looks like it. According to... We're just reading the title of this article. We didn't even read the article. California's $400 billion debt worries analysts. It worries me. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I I personally support this bill. Oh, um, yes. Is it opinion time? It is opinion time. What's your opinion, Savannah? What are we... Based on what I've heard, I'm very supportive. Two thumbs up. And, you know, my opinion matters. It matters does. to me. That's yeah. how you need to vote. That's nice. I will. I definitely will now. You're right. Re- you're so registered this, to vote, right? Of course. Okay. Of I don't course. have to like hit you. <laughs> you think I didn't vote in 2016? Oh, good. Yeah, of course. We all did. We don't need to discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> Tears. Uh, but yeah, wait. So is this one of the ones coming up in June? Yeah, June 5th. Wow. Very yes. soon. I'm personally going to vote for this bill because I um, this proposition 68 mm-hmm. because... I believe that a lot of these sections have really been underfunded in the past couple years Mm -hmm. and they do need a major facelift like our parks and our like our state parks and even our local parks need more attention along with uh, infrastructure as a whole related to drought and um, flood resistance. Mm -hmm. True. What about you Hanukkah? What's your opinion? I'm in support. I think especially... Yeah, the natural disaster stuff, because we've been in, like, this huge year, multiple year-long drought, and then we had, like, our wettest year ever. Yeah. So, who knows what's next? Well, I mean, also another thing to think about is, like, I was kind of surprised that fires weren't really covered in this bill at all. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But I didn't go to Sonoma State. (laughs) Yeah, I I did when the fires were happening. Yeah, that's wild. I am technically... Wait, fires aren't part of the proposition? They are not a part of the proposition But they must be related to infrastructure and ecology. There is no designated money for... When was it drafted? Right around that time. That's so weird. I think it was drafted in... Maybe it was September. Maybe it did pass in September. Regardless. Instead of... Whoever put this forward whatever group of people or <laughs> politicians we have some feedback for them put in the fires yeah no fire think maybe, of the fires <laughs> maybe fires will be its own bill. hopefully yeah i mean i remember driving through like central california last year last summer and you like couldn't even go 50 feet on the road without seeing like burnt trees thank you mm, firefighter signs yeah it was a uh, like such a big thing jerry brown signed the bill on october 15th 2017 
which yeah, is so that would five, have been after. Yeah, five days after. Well, five days. It was five days after because it broke out. Um, oh, October so they 10th. wrote this before. Before yeah. they wrote it before, but still, fires are a They're, huge no, issue well, in California. Okay, I wasn't even thinking. I was thinking about those fires, but I was thinking like even before that. Yeah. Yeah, were, fires are just a huge. So what would what would spending for fire prevention look like? Like what would it be spent on? Um. So clearing away brush making it so fires aren't as prevalent and when they do catch hold they don't burn as much as not as much fuel to it Mm -hmm. um controlled burns Mm -hmm. which are primarily conducted through um firefighters and power lines right because wasn't maintaining of power lines dangerous power lines a big part of those fires what happened was that there was a lot of I don't know if you remember but there was you, you were in Davis so maybe the weather was different it's only yeah. two hours away so it might when be I was in Ar- well I was in Arinda last October and uh, it would like blow out over the hills it was very yeah, very it was windy super smoky. it was well it was a very very windy day mm-hmm. and what happened is it made the power lines bow so it went up and down they were like like it was like an earthquake mm-hmm. it was like waving mm-hmm. and it made it um catch and so the um there was sparks and then they kind of broke yeah and so it started a fire and then the generator which was a couple miles away had to contain all this extra energy now and that made it break and start a fire mm-hmm. too yeah this well is all- clearly there were some liability issues there with that a, infrastructure with, yeah with pg&e definitely mm-hmm. um so i think i mean i don't think we should have a privatized energy program in California. Mm. Yeah, we I guess that definitely opens make it a public. Can of worms. That does open another can of worms, definitely. Um, but as a climate change refugee, personally, because mm-hmm. I had to flee those fires. Yeah. And drive through some scary areas. I definitely think that we need a bill focused on fire safety mm-hmm. and protection of lands, because. It was the most expensive fires in California history. All that land that was lost, all those acres of wine, yeah, was really. heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah, and that ties in even to, like, the tourism aspect of this bill, because, proposition, because, you know, there, that's so many, like, vineyards and places in NorCal that people can't, couldn't visit for a long time, and it wasn't taking in any of that, like, yeah. economic... Right. And all the people that got displaced couldn't go to work, so they Mm -hmm. couldn't contribute in that way either. Yeah, well, we can only hope that it's only not part of this proposition, because it's going to be a whole other thing by itself. I was out of work for a week. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, and on that note... (laughs) All right. So, thank you so much for joining us, Savannah. You're welcome. Yeah, (laughs) thanks for being here today on that happy note, just ending it. I know. Um, Yeah, thanks for sticking with us through this long long proposition yeah well through the good times and the bad um all right it sounds like this this proposition in particular is very good thank you has my full support as do you guys i'm thinking you i didn't write it (laughs) thank you i'll let jerry brown know yes Uh, yeah let's get a call after this (laughs) hey guys that sounds great well thank you yeah i really enjoyed it we are undecided california Tune in next week when we sit down with Helen Hutchison, the president of the League of Women Voters California, to talk about the upcoming election and how she and her organization are working to inform and register California voters. In the meantime, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Undecided California. And for more information, visit our website, undecidedcalifornia.com. Special thanks this week to Savannah for co-starring, and again to Michael Aguilar for creating our promotional materials. 
And thank you for tuning in and sticking with us through the nitty gritty of Prop 68. Hope to see you next week. Bye.